Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, well, the Dow plummeted again on Friday because um, I think there was some nervousness about trade wars, whatnot, so forth. Hmm. Why Maybe would some that other be? Things. Why would people be nervous? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Just for the fun of it? I, I mean, is there I anything guess, that's prompting this? Or what's just, happening? They just like to worry about stuff. Well, that's not right. Isn't it? I know, right? Chill out. Stop it. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a trade war going on. So what? Meh. Dow plummeted 600 points after President Trump ordered U.S. manufacturers to leave China. He tweeted on Friday, <laughs> Our great American companies uh-huh. are hereby ordered to immediately start looking for an alternative to okay. China, including bringing your companies home and making your products in the USA. Uh, you can't do that. That's all. all <laughs> that right. is... you just, that's all. You just can't do that. The, the U.S. president has no power to order U.S. companies back to the United States. Old that, move, Cotton. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> some strange stuff right there. Oh, no so thanks. the Dow crashed, um, well, 600 points. Yep. It'll, it'll, it'll be back this week, though, because now China's kind of backing off. Oh, that's good. A little bit. At least they're saying, hey, yeah, let's, you know what? We're fully committed to working this thing out. So I don't know. Maybe his tough talk has worked. Hmm. I don't know. I hope so. Sure would be nice to drop the, uh, drop the tariffs now. And uh, get back to free trade and capitalism. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the president was uh, was in France with the G7, uh, and he appeared to strike a softer tone after landing and uh, hailing the really great summit with world leaders at appearing to ad- admit regrets about his latest round of tariffs on the Chinese goods. Uh, other people, so though. I mean, at one point he said, uh, yeah, I guess, why not, sort of thing. You know, like <laughs> like he hasn't really thought about whether he should regret it or not. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess I had second thoughts. Why not? Uh, you know, I have second thoughts about every decision I make. That's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> I have second thoughts about every decision I make. Oh. oh, man. Well, then as people had to scramble and try to come up with something. No, he meant, he meant that he did. What he meant was just about that one thing. Uh, on the you know the tariffs with China that he should have done them he should have done higher tariffs. That's what he should he should have done them higher. That's what he meant. Okay, all right. Well, okay. I would like to point out that uh, Harry Truman did not have second thoughts about dropping bombs on Japan, but no. apparently uh, mm-hmm. Trump uh, sitting in the same seat having second thoughts on tariffs. Okay. Well, he has second thoughts on everything. On everything. Keith, so. Why wouldn't he have second thoughts on that, too? True. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, sure, why not? Might as well. Might as well. I have second thoughts about everything. <laughs> that's an exact quote. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. It's entertaining, I'll tell you that much. According to Stephanie Grisham, who's the White House press secretary now, his answer has been greatly misinterpreted. President Trump responded in the in, in the affirmative because he regrets not raising the tariffs higher. 
That's not what he said. Actually, no, that's not what he said. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephanie. Nice try, but that is not what he said. <laughs> Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said the president is determined to have fair and reciprocal trade with China. And no, this morning's comments weren't meant to back off that. Okay. It was meant to say he is as determined as ever on this issue. <laughs> well, that's not what he said either, uh, Steve, but thank you. That's not what he said. That is not what he said. Meanwhile, National Economic uh, Council advisor Larry Kudlow said that Trump didn't exactly hear the question. Oh. Okay. And actually was intending to say that uh, he always has second thoughts and he had actually had second thoughts about possibly higher tariffs. Uh, That was his response instead. No, that's not what he said either, Larry. Those are three people that work in the same office that were not near each other over the weekend to get on the same page with this That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Come on. At least get your response. And make it make sense. You you can't just make up stuff that he didn't say and said that's what he meant to say. No, it isn't. That's not what he said. That's not even close to what he said. Said he has no plans right now to declare a national emergency on China. Something he had claimed he could uh, he could force U.S. companies to stop doing business in China. Yet, no. No, you can't. Wow. Not as long as we've got a constitution. You can't do that. Do we? Yeah. We still have that? We still have that. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay, we need to vet this. Yes. I don't know that that's... I mean, the edges of it are on fire right now. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, we got men working to put that blaze out. Oh, that's good. And women, men and women. Well, yeah, men and yeah, women. Yeah, and women. Obviously. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love the I love the backtracking. Uh, what you just make up whatever you want to be that uh the the actual thing he said when it's nothing like <laughs> what he said. Uh I'm sorry, that doesn't work. Uh, I didn't uh, like it when they tried to do that with Obama. I don't like it now. Yeah, yeah. So you got probably Mnuchin was uh, probably hiking somewhere. You know, Cudlow mm-hmm. was probably fishing, mm-hmm. and uh, Stephanie, I don't know what she was doing. You know, she was probably out with the family, you know, running errands or whatever, and they're all on the phone trying to coordinate. All right, what do we say to respond to this? Oh, my goodness. They got to get on the same page. Uh, my favorite, I think uh, Stephanie Grisham is my favorite. President Trump responded in the affirm- in the affirmative because he regrets not raising the tariffs higher. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's go with that one, Stephanie. Go with that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's do that one. So they all kind of had some iteration of, it meant he wanted the tariffs to be higher. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Now, this broke in the trade war overnight. China is willing to resolve its trade dispute with the United States. Oh, good. They said through calm negotiations and resolutely opposes the escalation of the conflict. Vice Premier Li He uh, said uh, he's been leading the talks with Washington. And uh, so, I mean, that's pretty good. Okay. That sounds decent. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's a silver lining there. I hope so. Because uh, that's just nonsense. I just, again, don't do the, the Obama thing, please. Don't, don't just sit and lie about what the president said when he clearly didn't say it. Ugh. I, I mean, are we that stupid? Are we children? Do you have to you have to spare us from the things he actually said? Well, apparently we're supposed to behave like children because we're being um, ordered 
uh, yeah. as private companies I know. on where we can do business. Amazing. It's amazing. It's, and uh, again, uh, the President of the United States does not have the power to tell American businesses where to do business. You just can't do that. 888 On the other side of the ledger now, uh, last week in just eight days, we lost uh, John Hickenlooper, mm-hmm. Jay Inslee, mm-hmm. and on Friday, Seth Moulton. No. Yeah. Yeah, we lost Say him. Say it ain't so. We lost him. It is so. Aww. And of course, earlier in the summer, we lost Eric Swalwell. There's four right there, right down the drain. Wow. Four really we hardly great candidates. Hardly knew them. Knew ye. And uh, still don't know them that well. But uh, yeah, And nobody really cares that they're out. But Another one bites the dust. So uh, they're, they are dropping like flies right now. I think it, I wouldn't be surprised if most of the candidates who don't get into this next debate drop out. I wouldn't be surprised. So we'll see. Uh, and yeah, Seth Moulton is uh, the latest. He didn't have Moulton Mentum. No, he didn't. It, was he trying to? Is that was that a thing? No, <laughs> I just came up with that. That's good. Maybe he should oh, have had that. Yeah, Moulton Mentum. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember back uh, in two thousand um, uh, when, uh, oh, come on, uh, Al Gore's vice president guy Joe. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so early on a Monday morning. Oh, George, Lieberman. George Lieberman. He, mm-hmm. he called it Joe-mentum because he was doing so well in the polls. He went up like 1%. He's like, I got Joe-mentum. <laughs> so I just went with it with Moulton-mentum. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he kind of warned the Democrats as he left not to be, I don't know, communists. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's- so it's probably a good good little safety tip there. Hey, uh, Democrats, don't be... You know, communists <laughs> in this race. Otherwise, you might not win. Too late. Uh, but yeah, it's too late for that. A uh, a student challenged Bernie Sanders on his uh, oh. hypocritical fossil fuel use. This is fun. And he doesn't like it. Here's a peek at that. So uh, my question is, you seem adamant about climate change. No. Of course. So what ways would you take to practice what you preach if you were to become president? I know it's stressful and you have to travel a lot. You have to use fossil fuels. No, I'm not going to walk to California. I'm sorry. I know. We move the best we can as an example, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we're not going to use fossil fuels. Wow. So he's not going to walk to California, and it's not the same thing. Wow. Okay. It's not the same thing as what? It's what? Yeah, exactly. It's the little people who, who fly around the country? Finish that thought, Bernie. It's not the same thing. What do you mean it's not the same thing? <laughs> what does that mean? Wow, what an elitist. It's not the same thing? <laughs> That's so great. That shows you where is real. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't want anybody else to be doing the things that he's doing because he's different. <laughs> he's special. He's elite. We need him. Ugh, we need him to go away. Yeah, he is terrible. First of all, the curmudgeon uh, of a person in the White House, I can't even imagine. I a president who doesn't smile almost ever, uh, <laughs> just that would be too much to take. I mean, come on. This guy is 
the worst. He's an angry communist. He's an angry, angry, almost 80-year-old communist. (laughs) The guy's going to be an octogenarian, almost, by the time he would take office. Well, he's never going to take office as president of the United States. But if he did, uh, it would be a catastrophe for this country. Meanwhile, Lincoln Chafee might be open to a libertarian bid. Whoa. Yeah. Mr. You-Know-Who. Oh, he's going to lead the way, Trailblazer. I hope we can get him back. And then, you know, because he had a real solid promise last time. Earlier, I said, let's be bold. Here's a bold embrace (laughs) of internationalism. All right. Let's join the rest of the world and go metric. (laughs) I happen to live in Canada. (laughs) Not one. Yeah! (laughs) Not a clap. Not a hooray. Not, listen to that again. That's so great. Earlier, I said, uh-huh. let's be bold. Let's be bold. That's what he said. Let's Here's be bold. Here's a bold embrace of internationalism. Okay. Let's join the rest of the world and go metric. I have to- <laughs> You've got a couple <laughs> people that kind of laughed. <laughs> no. Wait, is he serious? <laughs> is, he, is this a joke? This is a really funny joke? Or should I laugh here? Because that's asinine. Uh <laughs> This guy, I didn't know he was going to do this. Let's leave. Let's leave. <laughs> We're out. We're out. I want, I want, can we see if we can grab our donation check on the way out the door? Where'd I love they put it. That? I love it. Canada. <laughs> he lives in and Canada. He lives the in process. Canada. Mm-hmm. Believe me, it's easy. It's easy. Sure. It doesn't take long before 34 degrees is hot. <laughs> Only Myanmar, Liberia, mm-hmm. and the United States mm-hmm. aren't metric. And... Yeah. Well, it will help our economy. If if we're if if it's only Myanmar, Liberia, and the United States, mm-hmm. we're not beating their heads against the wall every day, all day. <laughs> um, I'm glad about that. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think we need to follow the rest of the world in beating our heads against the wall all day, every day. That, hey, Lincoln. And that that reminds me. Now that I hear <clears throat> that, now all I can hear is Eric Swalwell saying, "Bold without the bold." Uh, <laughs> let's be bold. Without the bold. This time we're going with or without the bold. Um, But uh, lost in that fun, awesome clip is, and it hits me every time, I live in Canada. Why are you running for president of the United States? Yeah, that was weird. That's really weird. (sighs) Okay. That is, yeah, did he say he did or he does? He does. Listen to Earlier, I said, let's be bold. Mm -hmm. Here's a bold embrace of internationalism. Okay. Let's join the rest of the world and go metric. No. I happen to live in Canada. <laughs> he did. I happen, I happen to, to live in Canada. Why aren't you running for Canadian <laughs> prime minister then? What do you mean? So weird. That is really weird. On so many levels. Why did nobody say anything about that? Hey, Lincoln, um, you got to live in the United States to run for president. Yeah. So yeah, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> Let me win the primary first. Let me win one state in the primary, and then we'll worry about where we live. Uh, man, um, so he's going to run as he thinking a libertarian? Yeah, Mister Metric. Yeah, yeah, Mister Metric might run as a libertarian. Okay, well then, so the libertarian because he was so successful last time, you know, for the in the Democrat Party, uh-huh. he'll be even more successful in a more obscure party. He was a Republican. Yeah, he was. He went from Republican mm-hmm. went to, to Democrat, Democrat, now Libertarian. Now libertarian. Boy, he's just playing the field, and he's striking out all over the place. I'm very motivated. 
as an anti-war American mm-hmm. and also by the deficit, he said in an interview, uh, those are two big issues that if the Libertarian Convention next summer thinks that someone with a long record on those issues, if I fit that, then yes, I'd be open to that. Well, so now he's placing a classified ad in the yeah, Libertarian Times? Exactly what hey he's guys, doing. Hey guys, I'm out here. I'm available <laughs> if you like me. Do, do, does anybody like me? <laughs> yeah, I tried it with the Republicans. They didn't like me. Try, the Democrats didn't like me. Try, Maybe you guys can. Try in Canada, Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Ugh. All right. Triple eight seven two seven. Triple eight nine hundred. Why did that happen? I don't know. Why man. did that happen? I haven't been able. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> So weird. Yeah. The times that springs out of my head. <laughs> uh, CNN guest uh, had some interesting things to say about the president over the weekend, and uh, it was really great that Brian Stelter had no response to it. I mean, this is just crazy town stuff. Yeah. Listen to this. Right. Without saying I'm diagnosing because you've never met the man. Exactly. You can describe what you're seeing. So, Dr. Francis, I know you disagree with this view uh, that uh, Dr. Lee and, and a couple other dozen psychiatrists have, have published in this book. You say it's dangerous to be talking this way. Why? Well, I think that medicalizing politics has three very dire consequences. Hmm. The, the first is that it stigmatizes the mentally ill. Uh-huh. I've known thousands of patients, almost all of them have been well-behaved, well-mannered, good people. Trump is none of these. Lumping the mentally ill with Trump is a terrible insult to the mentally ill, and they have enough problems and stigma as it is. Mm -hmm. The second issue is that calling Trump crazy hides the fact that we're crazy for having elected him, and even crazier for allowing his crazy policies to persist. Trump is as destructive a person in this century as Hitler, Stalin, and Mao were in the last century. Um, he may be oh, responsible my for many more million deaths than they were. He what? needs to be contained, but he needs to be what? contained by attacking his policies, not his person. It's crazy for us to be destroying the climate our children will live in. Wow. It's crazy to be giving tax cuts to the rich that will add trillions of dollars to the debt our children will have to pay. It's crazy to be destroying our democracy by claiming Speak, that the press Brian. and the courts are the Speak. enemy of the people. We have to face Speak, these boy. policies, Speak. not Trump's person. Now, it's absolutely wow. impossible. You can bet the House that the Congress, that this Pence, guy's a doctor? that the cabinet will <laughs> never, ever remove okay. Trump on grounds of mental unfitness. That will never happen. That's correct. Discussing the issue in psychological name-calling terms distracts us from getting out the vote. And the important but thing I'm not is talking to get about Trump out of calling. office. I'm talking about asking questions that are really uncomfortable. I'm not saying we have the answers. I'm saying we need to bring it up. That's a good response to Well, the problem that, is that the uh, diagnoses offered have been amateur. They don't apply to Trump. <laughs> That's really they good, They will never Brian, get Trump you. out of office. And okay. I'm worried that mm-hmm. in dealing with the psychological motivations and the mis- inaccurate uh, psychiatric uh, diagnoses, uh, we lose the, uh, the focus uh, on getting out the vote. And this that's guy doesn't sound crazy at, at all, does he? <laughs> Comparing the U.S. president to Hitler, yeah. Stalin, and Mao. In fact, he's going to kill more people. But he may kill more people. But don't name call. But don't name call. He says don't call. call him names. Right. Oh, well, other than Hitler, uh, yeah. Stalin, uh-huh. and Mao. Mm-hmm. Other than that. Is there anybody, Is are there worse names you could call him? You've just compared him 
to the three biggest killers of uh, the 20th century. Guys who were responsible for the deaths of over 100 million people. And uh, he doesn't, but he doesn't want to get into name calling. <laughs> okay. All right. And then Brian Stelter. Wow. Is that irresponsible to just let that lay there? Are you listening to what he's saying? Mm-hmm. What the, what in the, what is wrong with you? Or do you hate him that much that you're going to let uh, you, one of your guests say he may be responsible for more deaths than Hitler, Stalin, and Mao? <laughs> wow. Uh, that is absolutely outrageous and irresponsible. And again, if you would have said anything similar about Barack Obama, you'd just be off the air. You would have lost all credibility with everybody, and you'd be off the air. And that's all that people would talk about nonstop. Nobody's, nobody but us yeah, for the rest of your are going to talk about this. I mean, nobody's going to mention this. Hey, did you see Brian Stelter let a guy get away with calling Trump, Hitler, Stalin, and Mao be responsible for more deaths than all three of them? Yeah. Yeah, so he's basically he's saying Trump's worse than them. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> and he's calling him crazy mm-hmm. while he's saying uh, things that make him look pretty, pretty incredibly crazy himself. Wow, that is uh, the hatred for Trump is just at a level that you, I, I just can't even understand. I mean, yes, they hated George W. Bush and they mocked him mercilessly belittled him all the time called him stupid but they didn't i mean it didn't get anywhere near the level of the donald trump hatred the donald trump hatred is just outside of all reality it's really really amazing uh 888-933-93 by the way somebody is going to challenge uh donald trump on the right. Oh, really? Yes. We already have uh, Bill Weld who has jumped into this race. Oh, so do you need anybody else? <laughs> you got Bill Weld? You got Bill Weld. I mean, it is hard to imagine anybody else would challenge him when Bill Weld is taking on the task. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bill Weld was the underside of the ticket for the Libertarians last time, right? He was the vice president to Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and now he's back in the Republican Party and he's running against uh, uh, President Trump. But now, uh, Joe Walsh has also entered the primary. I, I mean, I I liked his songs. I, I really liked him when he got together with the Eagles. <laughs> but as president of the United States, I don't think so. A little too drugged out for me. Good guitar player. Hmm. A decent singer. I don't know that... You know... But uh, no, maybe I'm wrong. I need to check my own mm-hmm. facts before I speak. Right. I don't know that it's the same Joe Walsh. You're saying this is a different Joe Walsh? I, I, I really shouldn't huh. do this while okay. you're on the air. You're the host of the show. <laughs> Your right. name's emblazoned you're on the You're just wall. embarrassing me now. Yeah, I just don't know that my it's the company. same <laughs> guy. <laughs> but I wish it were. Silly me. Yeah. Silly me. It would be That'd Joe be cool. Walsh. We actually met Joe Walsh when he was the Tea Party candidate and hung out with him a few times. Seemed oh. like a good guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, uh, I don't know now. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. 
Yeah. We've got we've got some uh, video of him at a is this this again, isn't a new town hall right no, this, this is the is old years town hall back you know yeah. and uh, he's in a room with people that predominantly agree with him and yet he's got I don't know I don't know what you would call this I don't want to say anger issues but mm. he's very animated among friends I think I just mm. check this out all right there are all, all the people they know they couldn't there are it. already mechanisms <laughs> in place you know, you know what because this pisses me off. Too many people don't listen. There are already mechanisms in place to do that. Are they doing their job? No. But what do you want to do? You want to bombard them with more regulations? More government? Governments, wow. governments screwed this problem up. What do you want? Well, you know what you've got? Because you, know, you know what you've got? you got Dodd-Frank. you got Dodd-Frank now that's tying everybody's hands. You want more reform? More regulation? That's what you got. Do you want more regulation? Is that what you want? Do you want Dodd-Frank? Is what? that what you want? What did I say back at uh, Joe's uh, bar? I need shop? more coffee. It's so freaking easy. Decaf. Decaf. Quiet for a minute. Hang on. Quiet for a minute. What did I say? Quiet for a minute. Or I'm going to ask you to leave. You need to listen. Or I'm going to ask you to leave. Yeah, that's great. And now he's going off on it. I'm going to ask uh, you to leave. But you just <laughs> asked me something. I was still... Okay. Yes, sir. Wow. So uh, good luck uh, with your... Uh, Didn't seem like there was exactly a massive crowd there either. <laughs> <laughs> he's among friends. Yeah. And I do mean friends. I mean, he's just yelling at that woman. Really she's, she seems like she's being fairly reasonable. Yeah. And he's in her face screaming at her. Uh, so, so in other words, good luck on the uh, debate yeah. stage, Joe. That won't work. Hope it works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's going to run for president, he told uh, George Stephanopoulos. Mm. When uh, Stephanopoulos pointed out the massive uphill climb he has in front of him in the primary, thanks to Trump's overwhelmingly high approval rating within the party, mm-hmm. the uh, congressman, former congressman, argued that conservatives don't have an alternative to the president. I'm running because he's unfit. Somebody needs to step up. And there needs to be an alternative. The country is sick of this guy's tantrum. He's a child. Wait, wait. I and just then saw you look a at that. Yeah, you, right then you look at that bar, that bar performance, and it's like, oh, uh, well, okay. Walsh said, "I helped create Trump." And George, that's not an easy thing to say. What? Hmm. Okay. Is he saying the Tea Party created Trump? Because no. I don't believe that. The uh, former Illinois congressman turned radio host was once a fervent Trump supporter Mm. who's become a fierce critic of the president. Walsh is just the second Republican to jump into the uh, primary behind Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, who announced back in April, but has yet yet to gain serious traction. Mm -hmm. That's interesting right there. That's the (laughs) nugget right there. Weld has been running since April? Yeah. And nobody even knows about it. I honestly nobody even knows. Had no idea until you had a story a couple of weeks ago about something he was doing. Wait, he's running? I mean, what a waste for these two guys to jump in here and make the president expend, uh, you know, energy and money and fighting them off. And it, they don't have a chance, neither one of them. And we all know that, right? Let's just admit it. That neither one of them have a chance against him. And we know the requirements uh, to get invited to the debates for the Democrats, you know, 2% in, I think, three polls, four polls, something like that. And however many donors, individual donors. Mm-hmm. What do what the Republicans have set up to qualify to debate with Trump? I wonder if they've even set anything up yet. Mm. I, I don't. I doubt they have. Uh, but 
because they wouldn't start. I wouldn't think they'd start until next year sometime, early next year maybe. Yeah. Um, but speaking of people who uh, used to support Trump and now are just out of their minds against him, how about Anthony Scaramucci? Right. That yeah. guy is uh, completely unhinged on, uh, on Trump on August 8th. So that was what? Two, 18 days ago? 18 days ago. Not even three weeks ago. Scaramucci was on CNN defending the president, supporting the president. In the last week, though, uh, Scaramucci has been completely unhinged uh, fighting against him. Mm. Just a, It's bizarre. Get into that in a minute here. Uh, 888-933-93. Let me tell you about uh, Relief Factor. If you're in pain, and you're in pain every day, and you just you, maybe you've tried everything, because if you've if you've been in pain every day and you continue to be in pain every day, then you probably have tried virtually everything. It's time to give Relief Factor a try. Relief Factor is a hundred percent drug free. It was created by doctors. As it has four key ingredients that help your body's fight against inflammation. So. Try the three-week quick start. It's just $19.95. Give it a shot for three weeks. If it works, then order more, like 70% of the people who do who start with a quick start. If it doesn't work, just discontinue use. What do you have to lose? If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, the struggle is real. Tweets. What he was simply saying was is that he did or didn't have second thoughts about everything or something like such as. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Trump excuses because he said he had second thoughts, and nobody wants to. Nobody wants to hear that. He, you know, of course, the, he's going to get beaten over the head with that. And so his people were trying to cover that up. Uh, the Steve 42, Donald Trump is hereby ordered to put his damn phone down until the markets close. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, boxed water flavor enhancer. Yippee, it's Monday. Just remember the first five days after the weekend are the hardest. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Oh, this is our Martin yeah. tweeting, tweeting at us. I mean, he's in the next room. You could just say it. Yeah, why don't you say it, man? Uh, Pat, I hate vegetables, media. What Pat was simply uh, trying to say was he wishes he had more vegetables in his (laughs) kale salad. Awesome. (laughs) That's good, Martin. Good job. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he was just trying to say the opposite of what he actually said. Um, And he's just not very well spoken, Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, The guy just doesn't know what he's talking about. Steve, I can read a graph, Madursky. Uh, so Bernie isn't going to walk to California, but the rest of us should. That's about right. That's about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln Chafee may be running. Sign me up. I would walk 500 kilometers to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What is that, about five inches in American? Uh, just to muck it fudge. Hey, me and Mar in Liberia must punch, must punch above their weight. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Land of the Fleek tweets. 
Hey, Pad Keith uh, and Pad Heads. Who will host the Sweto O'Rourke dropout party? Mm. We'll need to set that date yeah, soon. Yeah, we got to start planning that, right? Yeah, I think so. Coming up. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Nobody deserves to get out of it more than he does. Are you going to write a fun song for him? Probably, uh, yeah. Out? Yeah, we'll probably have to do a little celebration. All right. Regarding uh, Lincoln Chafee, 1.21 Gigazox tweets, <laughs> nothing like libertarianism. Uh, nothing says libertarianism like internationalism. <laughs> I know. These are great tweets, y'all. <laughs> it's the trouble with the Libertarian Party, right? They're internationalists. They're socialists. Do you know what libertarian is? Mm-hmm. It's small government people. I, I, are, but the Libertarian Party, at least last time, they certainly weren't small well, government. And and they pride themselves on allowing everybody under the tent. Oh, well, it's a big tent. Look it's where that tent. got the Democratic Party. It's now run by socialists mm-hmm. and communists. Mm-hmm. And so there's your big tent. Mm. Yep. So the uh, Amazon is burning, if you're not aware. Something like 78,000 fires in Brazil, and most of them are in the Amazon forest. I saw a great tweet over the weekend. Uh, Americans see the headline, Amazon is burning, realize it's not the store, and go back to what they were doing. (laughs) (laughs) That that would have been a problem. I would have rallied around that cause. Wait a minute. My prime shipping is being affected? Isn't that amazing? do something. (laughs) Americans, just so my stuff gets here in an hour or by tomorrow. I don't care about the rainforest, whatever. cares about the jungle. (laughs) My free shipping. Am I ever going to go to the jungle? No. So I don't care. That kind of is the attitude, I think. Uh Uh-huh. Although I will say 20% of the Earth's oxygen is created in the Amazon. How many times have you heard that over the last week? And it's an absolute lie. It's a, oh, is it? Yeah, it's nothing like oh, okay. 20%. Um, some actual scientists have spoken out about this. Okay. First of all, they said it has nothing to do with climate change. The fires happen every year. This is more about deforestation and the policies of the Brazilian president now. Um, and so it, the climate change people are all trying to make it out to be climate change. And it's not. It's got nothing to do with climate change. And it, it and certainly it's not going to kill the Earth's oxygen supply, although they're trying to make us feel like it will because twenty percent, you know, the the oxygen that we have now has been created over the last millions of years on this planet. It uh, it's not it's not all being created as we breathe it by <laughs> the Amazon. So so it's it's fair to say breathe all you want, it'll make it'll more. It'll make more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's fair to say that, I mean, 6% would be a stretch, according to some scientists. I read one scientist where, you know, it's at least three times too high, what they're saying about the 20%. So he said it's about 6%, and even that's probably way too high. Uh, So the point is, they're trying to make us panic over the burning of the Amazon when there's nothing to panic about. I mean, you don't want the Amazon to burn up, but once it burns up, what happens? New life. That's what happens. New life. Uh, Plants spring up uh, and animals will come back. And I mean, it just, it's a cycle. It's the, it's a circle of life. Isn't that beautiful? You should write that into some sort of like Uh, like story or something. Maybe Maybe a cartoon. Nah, that wouldn't work. 
could sell it. Nah. To, no, okay. Mm. Right. I don't think that's workable. Hmm. Well, you had something there. <laughs> so, although the fires apparently are, the, you know, the large fires are concerning, the claim that uh, they're using up all our oxygen because of their, it's burning up right now, not is should not be uh, anything anybody worries about. So more hysteria uh, in the media when it comes to the environment. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Wow. And it seems like we, we get a lot of that. And so, uh, but <clears throat> Al Gore is, is still out there somewhere trying to pitch the, the climate change. The climate change story with the Amazon. And in fact, he wrote a stupid song about it over the week. Oh, yeah. nice. As he insists on singing it. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> the Amazon's oxygen is burning up. So we'll all die. There's no time to even bake a pie. Though you can try the Amazon's oxygen is burning up. So we'll all die. It won't help to break down and cry. Jeff, goodbye. Time has run out. For humankind, there is consensus. The debate is settled now. There's a true fact going round the town that the Amazon won't be around. No more oxygen for us to breathe. So get to the space rockets so we can all leave. <laughs> The Amazon's oxygen is burning up, so we'll all die. There's no time to even bake a pie. Though you can try, (laughs) the Amazon's oxygen is burning up, we're going to die. It won't help to break down and cry. Just say goodbye. All right, so there you go. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Al does think that the uh, this is a big deal. It is a big deal, and it is wow. climate change. And uh, speaking of the Amazon, <laughs> uh, the Amazon Capital One data breach just hit too. So, Uh-oh. I mean, Amazon is responsible for a lot of the world's suffering right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, 106 million of us just had our names, our home addresses, our banking information exposed. Forget credit card debt. I mean, the far greater risk is home title fraud. When this hits you, uh, it's going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. And it's really hard to extract yourself from because who's going to believe you? Well, my home got, my title was stolen from me. I uh, Really? I don't know. I don't know how many um, bank managers believe that any, yet. I, I don't know if they're, if they're really tuned into this yet. But home title lock certainly is. And home title lock can protect your mortgage so that it's not stolen from you. Now, the first 60 days after crimes like the Amazon server Capital One breach are really crucial. 
That's why they're offering you 60 risk-free days of protection right now at HomeTitleLock.com. Get your home protected so that it can't be stolen from you. Enter your home address. Find out if you're already a victim. It's HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Apparently, the tide is starting to turn on one of uh, President Trump's favorite industries in Michigan. U.S. Steel is temporarily laying off about two hundred workers at a plant just outside Detroit. In Western Pennsylvania, seventy eight people are about to lose their jobs when Acres National Roll Company closes at the end of September. Mm. And between 80 and 100 workers could be laid off from NLMK-owned, some NLMK-owned plant outside of Pittsburgh. That's not easy to say. I mean, they got to come up with a... It's really not. That is not a catchy name. Maybe that's why struggling. Because nobody could say the name of the company they were doing business with. Yeah. Who are you doing business with? NMLK? I got a meeting with... And then MMLK. LMNOP after that. <laughs> I got to stop by there. But so what, what, what this shows is these protective tariffs that he has uh, thrown on like the steel industry, those are short-term fixes. Those yeah. aren't long-term solutions. And now these industries are starting to, to fall apart. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It is not good. And it shows that the tariff, the tariff thing doesn't work. It's never worked. It's not working now. Uh, the farmers are not happy with it. Um, they're struggling. Now the steel workers are starting to struggle. It's, uh, it's not the way to go. Mm-mm. But he loves them. He just loves them. And he says a middle-class tax cut will be coming if he's re- reelected and the GOP keeps the Senate and takes the House. <laughs> okay, so we got that going for us. We've been here before. Yeah, we have. Look at that wall. So when we have the president, we have the executive office and both branches uh, of the Congress, mm-hmm. uh, both sections of the Congress, then then maybe you'll get a tax cut. That's <laughs> well, right. I want everything if you get that again. If you, get the, if you have the executive office and a majority in both houses, I want you to do absolutely everything. I don't want just a tax cut. Yeah. I want the wall built. You want Obamacare, Obamacare repealed? I want Obamacare right? repealed. I want a free market system installed. I I want uh, I want you to do something about the uh, immigration situation oh, in the country. Trump did say after it. we've built the wall. After yes, yeah, sure. You got to stop that first. Uh, we would get the bu- uh, balanced budget within eight years. Balanced budget within eight We're years would be that. nice. Just got to get all three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All three levers of power and we're done. <laughs> yeah, we've heard this. How many times have we heard this before? Oh, many times. I want abortion repealed. Oh, yeah. Defund Planned Parenthood, right? Defund yep, Planned Parenthood. Let's do this. Yes. Uh, did you see that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is very, very sick again? Mm-hmm. Uh, the cancer apparently came back. She's getting chemo treatment again. Mm. She's apparently pretty weak, and she's what eighty six. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, you don't want to be. You, you don't want to be speculating right, about but her. But you got to make plans in but your you mind. You do have to think for the country. Okay, if something happens to her, mm-hmm. can you imagine how ugly that fight is going to be? Whew. 
unless he caves and you know throws i don't know some moderate out there but i think it should be uh amy coney barrett yeah that's what he's kind of promised us so that could be huge so you could have a solid majority in the supreme court and then if you got the executive and both houses of congress i mean please you should get rid of roe v wade at that point you should get rid of Roe v. Wade, stop abortion. I mean, and would they do any of that? Does anybody believe they would do any of it? I don't. Well, we got to work with we've the seen other it. side of the aisle. Yeah, we've seen it over and over. That's what they would say. Mm-hmm. We, well, we, we can't just steamroll the other. We gotta, the other side's got to be respected. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. No, sir. No. Nope. Just get her done. Would you please get her done? <laughs> I mean, they do it on the other side when they don't even have power. You kidding me? They just figure out ways. What we go over the wall? That's we right. go whatever the heck they say. Right. Pelosi with her Obamacare We're pole vault. Mm-hmm. We're gonna parachute in. Yeah. We're gonna go around the back. That We're doesn't... gonna stab him in the back. All of that stuff. And if it doesn't work in D.C., we'll get a federal judge to uh, carve a new law out of a ruling. Mm-hmm. We'll figure out a way. And they did. And they do. Mm-hmm. Do Republicans ever do that? Not that I can remember. Not that I can remember. I'd like to. I'd like to know when that time was, if it if it did in fact happen. And it stuns me every time that that someone on the left is upset. They always talk about how Republicans get their way, and they're always they're always outsmarting us. Mm-hmm. Are you what? Oh please, come on! <laughs> what planet are you on? When do Republicans ever outmaneuver the Democrats? You never see that. Never. Nope. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A lot of people make it a big deal out of uh, something that came up from something President uh, Trump said a while ago. I, I don't think he's said it recently, but it just recently came out that he asked his advisors about uh, last year or the year before when hurricanes were on their way. He asked him about nuking the hurricanes. Why don't we just? Why don't we? Hey, I know. I got it. I got it. Why don't we nuke them? Well, that'll stop a hurricane, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll show who's boss. He said they start forming off the coast of Africa, so as they're moving across the Atlantic, we drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane, and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? (laughs) I love it. Wow. I love it. It's good thinking. And, well, would it stop the hurricane? (laughs) Uh, The answer is probably no. It wouldn't know? No. Oh. It wouldn't. That's like a deterrent, though. What if the hurricane knows what's waiting for it if it forms? <laughs> like, I don't want none of that. Let's just stay down here on land. <laughs> what? We'll just spin around here by yeah. Africa. Yep. We'll leave the U.S. alone because they got nukes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, well, first of all, the first thing that you could think of that might deter you from doing that, even if it worked, even if it blew the hurricane apart, would be, okay, well, what about the fallout? Where does the radiation go? Um does it just stay there and drop into the ocean and die? No. Hmm. It would be picked up by the trade winds and carried to land somewhere, hmm. <laughs> which is probably not ideal. Hmm. You know, it's not ideal. And um, uh, they're not sure that it would even work. If you dropped it in there and it would blow, it, I guess most scientists say that wouldn't work in dispersing it. And then we'd have like a... Seems a, like it would disperse it to me. Yeah. Again, uh, you could intimidate <laughs> a hurricane. Yeah. With a nuclear bomb. I think bomb. so. I think so. But if that fallout's in there, you know, like Dylan's asking me, would there be nuke NATOs? Like, would they just be like nuclear NATOs? You know, wow, uh, yeah. Would there? I wonder if they would. Let's think this through. Let's think it through. (laughs) Nuke NATO. Hmm. (laughs) 
And that's uh, what we need. That'd be a problem is to mess with nature like that and just uh, create a nuke NATO. So we drop a bomb in the storm off Africa. Then we sit over here and wait for, it and we watch <laughs> this this nuclear tinged cloud mass mm-hmm. circulating toward mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Let's just let nature run its course. Right. How about we just do that? And I think that's what everybody decided. <laughs> this first came up in like the early '60s when a, a meteorologist said, "Hey, well, you know what I think would work is what if we nuked." What if we nuke these uh, hurricanes when they're way out, far out in in the ocean? And people th- thought at the time, oh, well, maybe we could, let's do the math on that. And then they did the math on that, and it didn't turn out really well. So No. No. So, <laughs> no. How long was this it. even considered? Uh, probably about a day and a half. <laughs> That's a day and a half too long. Yeah. But yeah. people still bring it up from time to time. And, and huh. the president apparently did... Like uh, a year or two ago. Mm. Uh, I think in the summer of 2000, he asked about it when there were some hurricanes bearing down. Why don't we nuke these things? Yeah, he's just asking questions. I'm just know? asking questions. Right. <laughs> I kind of like it that he asks questions right. like yes, that. Yes, I would much rather wrong with that. ask questions than dictate where companies right. are allowed to do business in this world. Yes. Yes. Uh, boy, we can we get to the Biden fun stuff, though, uh, later on next Oh, definitely. Hour? Yeah, the because Biden fun stuff is coming right up. That guy... He needs to He's start great. asking questions like <laughs> where he is. <laughs> Goodness. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Scotty Sweatman tweets. Looks like Joe Walsh could use some decaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pat's boxed water. How long before Kasich throws his hat in the ring? That would not surprise me. Oh, no kidding. That's happening. Uh, Tyler Morgan Scaramucci supported President Trump the same way a virus supports the host that carries it. (laughs) Uh, Steve, I can read a Grav Madursky. Yay, a new Al Gore song. Um, Also from Just Two Mucket Fudge, nothing like waking up to an Al uh, Gore original (laughs) song on a Monday. So good. Uh, from I've seen your hernia. According to uh, Dr. Math Lathke, most of the Earth's oxygen is produced mainly in the in thumb in, in thumb summer month. <laughs> By the way, if you missed the Al Gore song, uh, go back and get the podcast after the show. Hour one, that was fun. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, he comes in here, so, and uh, I didn't see this one coming. Heart out. Yeah, and leaves. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens so when fun. you're when you when you lose the presidency <clears throat> by 537 votes. You spend right. the rest of your life doing cover songs, yeah, uh, and making them your own parody songs. Uh, from Libertarian Ninja, wait, the steel workers are struggling, but can they surf the web like they like? <laughs> uh, mongering denialist. In all fairness to the president, when Republicans have the majority, there's always just enough rhinos to block everything. Yeah. Every time. That's what we were saying. Don't make promises for the GOP, President Trump. Yeah, every time. Every time that's the case. I just saw where uh, Susan Collins in Maine is in trouble because uh, the Republicans are pissed off at her because she's, she's, uh, she's bashing Trump. Democrats don't like her because she voted for Kavanaugh. So she's in trouble. And she's terrible, so who cares if she loses? Although, <laughs> wait a minute. Although, <laughs> exactly, this is the problem. You don't want to lose the majority in the Senate. That would be, oh, that'd be a cat- catastrophe. Oh, man. 
Uh, did you see that um, Andrew Luck retired? That was wow. Funny. That was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine years old, he retired from uh, the NFL. Quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. It seems like he was talking about his ankle, but um, the injuries I read about were everything but his ankle. I, I don't know. He he's had all kinds of health issues, and he said it's just gotten him down, and he just he can't get over it. He just got married. He's having a baby. He's not, but his his wife is. Oh, that would have been mm-hmm. bigger news than yeah, the retirement. It would have been frankly. Big. That would have been big. Hmm. Um, and so he said, "I'd be lying." Oh, he he also got booed off the field. Yeah, and, which is really unfortunate. I, I think Colt fans will come to really regret that. the The last thing they did with Andrew Luck was to boo him off the field. Uh, really ugly. And he said, "I'd be lying if I didn't." say i heard the reaction yeah it hurt i'll be honest it hurt well of course it did i mean he 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 did a really good job for the colts he was on track probably for a hall of fame career and now that's cut short yeah he's just been injury plagued the last few seasons Uh, yeah uh, he looked good last year when he came back he did but uh i don't know what it's like to have grown men rushing at full speed at me yeah trying to injure who run a 40 uh 40-yard 40 dash at about 4.4 seconds and they're 250 pounds, 6 foot 3 and they hit you at full speed? Yeah. That probably gets you down after a while. You get enough of those hits, that's not going to be pleasant. Yeah, and, and, and he's tired of it. Yeah, 24.8 million dollars that he owes back mm-hmm. to the Colts now that he is retiring, but the Colts said, "Nah, man, you can keep it." You know, that's cool. Did they really? Yeah, and so it's like they're wondering, are they trying to woo him back by saying you can keep that? <laughs> you can keep it. You can yeah. 25 million. Yeah, 25 million and just keep it. Nice. So, Like a little bonus to him? Yeah. Like a little thank, thank you, you for yeah. the memories? That's yeah. pretty cool. Wow. And there is a video circulating <clears throat> out there. Uh, we'll try to post this later at Pat Unleashed, but there's the moment where he's telling Jacoby Brissett, the backup quarterback, on the sidelines during the preseason game, it's pretty obvious he's telling him that he's retiring, and Brissett's just like, "Come on, like what? What? Stop!" You know. You're, uh, and so people are speculating that that's the moment that Andrew Luck was telling him. Anyway, and then it spread like wildfire during the game, and by the time the game was over, that's when they were booing him. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that's not cool. Mm-mm. That's not cool. Uh, but you know, he joins a couple others like. Uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski from the Patriots. I think he's 29 as well. He retired because of the beating he was getting mm-hmm. on his body. And then there was somebody else. I'm Barry sure. Sanders. Uh, well, Barry Sanders years ago. 31, yeah. I think he was. No, he was younger oh, oh, you're, than that. You're talking about... Yeah, recently. No? Oh, no, Barry Sanders? Oh, I thought he was 31. Barry Sanders was 29 or 30. Um, he was really young. He was still in the... He was in his peak years. So Barry Sanders was 31 when he retired. and No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Really? And Calvin Johnson was 30 when he retired. Uh, interesting, mm. uh, uh, <laughs> something they have in common, they played for the Detroit Lions. People want to retire <laughs> early when, they, when they're playing for the Lions. Uh, but you're talking about somebody recently that retired. Uh, yeah, other than Gronkowski and mm. Luck, there was somebody else, seems like. I know that the Texans huh. running back, uh, Lamar Miller, suffered a devastating injury uh, this weekend, so he's done for the year. Oh, no, that really? Was grotesque. What happened? ACL. Oh, really bad. His leg got bent under him. 
Mm. Oh, that sucks. The preseason is just... Yeah, you shouldn't be it's playing It's just the, the time to get your stars injured. Yeah, it's Or not have good. them prematurely retire, I guess, as the case may be. It's not good. Yeah. Uh... But, All right, but you're you're excited because uh, you know it is football season. Uh, Thursday night, yeah, Thursday night. Well, Holy we, war. we had the uh, Florida Miami game, which by all Who accounts was horrible. <clears throat> um, Florida won, I believe, right? Florida won. I didn't see a really bad game. Twenty four twenty, Florida won. I have not seen the game. Doesn't sound like a bad. Game. I just heard there were just terrible turnovers. Oh, really? And, I mean, like every article I've read about it, it's all about how sloppy it was. Mm. But your season begins Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, BYU, a holy war against Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, if that's not rivalry enough for you, the bigger rivalry, Nebraska and South Alabama play on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you can throw out all the record books <laughs> when those two teams get together on the field. Yeah, so 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 college football weekend uh, starts <laughs> in earnest Alabama. <laughs> this, this weekend, and then the NFL starts next weekend. Oh, man. They're going for the gusto on the opening game, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't just go ahead and willy-nilly schedule South Alabama out of nowhere. Yeah, we have a better chance to defeat them <laughs> than we did Lightning uh, a year ago. Yeah, uh, that ended your game with what, Akron or something? Yeah, and then yeah. Akron left town rather than reschedule the game for the next day. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we hope mm-hmm. to start off uh, better than 0-7 as we began last year's uh, Oh, schedule. I think they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is going to be a massive improvement for the Huskers this year. 888 All right, uh, Joe Biden over the weekend was fabulous, as usual. This guy's on fire. <laughs> he is on fire, as our friends south of the border might say, uh, in fuego. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is in fuego. And... Uh, I, you know, how do you not vote for this guy? When he's talking about his health care plan, uh, here's what he had to say about it over the weekend. If you're not satisfied, you have another option, high-quality options. The public option will be available in my plan. We'll make sure it's not a quality. We'll make sure it's only affordable. Probably it's <laughs> affordable. Okay, we'll make sure it's not quality. It's only affordable. You want both? <laughs> you want something that's no. good that you can afford? No. Pick one. Come on. Pick one. Come on now. You're asking too much. You can't have quality and affordability. You, do you want quality? Okay, it's going to be really expensive. <laughs> but wait, do you want if, it to be affordable? Uh-huh. Okay, it's going to suck. Oh. Okay, bad coverage. Bad coverage. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see that again. That's great stuff. <laughs> If you're not satisfied, you have another option. Okay, here we go. High quality options. Okay. The public option will be available in my plan. Mm. We'll make sure it's not a quality. We'll make sure it's only affordable. Quality is <laughs> affordable. We'll make sure it's not quality. It's only affordable. I mean, that is gaftastic, this guy. And that, <sighs> and he was just getting started, man. He's been, ooh, he's been on a roll, Pat. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he forgets what state he's in as well, uh, which is kind of fun. He's in New Hampshire when he says this. Okay. okay. I'm back. I've been here a number of times. Last time was, I think, uh, all the way back in 2014, but I've been here before that. I love this place. I love, Look, what's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it? And what a neat <laughs> town. What a, I mean, this what is a sort of a town scenic, beautiful is. town. The mayor's okay. been a good guy. And yeah, yeah. Everybody's been really friendly. <clears throat> I like Keene a lot. So not only does he... Think he's in uh, Vermont 
when he's in New Hampshire. He thinks Vermont is a city. No, I think he was talking about Keene, New Hampshire. He was talking about... Uh, yeah. Let's see it again. Well, I think that Not the way was, he says it, but well, he here, says, listen to him. I think he was asking. I'm back. I've been here a number of times. Last time right. was, I think, uh, all the way back in 2014. Yeah. I've been here before that. I love this place. I love, look, look, what's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it? And what a neat town. What, what a, a neat I town. I mean, this is sort of a scenic, beautiful town. The mayor's been a good guy, and they've got, everybody's been really friendly. So he said Vermont, and like then he says a it's a neat town. That's what he says. I think he was asked, um, how do you like it here in Keene? Okay. And so... All right, maybe. Whatever. You Give him the yeah. benefit of the doubt. All right. He's terrible. Yeah, he is. Yes, Just he is. terrible. He's in... <laughs> Just come on. How do you... Somebody's got to say, okay, uh, Mr. Vice President, you know you're in New Hampshire, right? We're going to... We're, we're about to go into this uh, crowd of reporters. Mm-hmm. You're in New Hampshire. Yeah, I understand. The Vermont primary, very important this year. <laughs> <laughs> when has the Vermont primary ever been a thing, man? I, <laughs> I don't even know if they have primaries. In Vermont. People don't even care. They just write them off. New Hampshire is only important because it's number two on the list. Uh-huh. It's always Iowa, New Hampshire, and then uh, Vermont is I don't know when. I think it's fifty eighth. <laughs> yes, fifty eighth. It's it's Obama's. It's the last one Obama gets to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference. <laughs> uh, so Biden, um, this is weird too. This is really weird stuff. I mean, I don't even know why you say this. Uh, but Biden imagined what? What if Obama was assassinated? I don't know. Why would you even say that? What were? What are you doing with that? Uh, check this out. My two political heroes were Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy. My senior semester, they're both shot and killed. Mm. Imagine what would have happened if, God forbid, Barack Obama had been assassinated after becoming the de facto nominee. What would have happened in America? Um. I don't know. What wow. does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? What do you mean? Why would you even formulate that thought? And here's a weird thing. Last week, he said that uh, Martin Luther King and uh, Robert Kennedy were killed in the late 70s. Okay, but now he knows that he was. it was his last year in law school, so he remembers that clearly. Okay, if you know that they were killed in your last year in law school, how'd you make that screw up last week? That's just really, what a weird, something's wrong with Biden. Mm-hmm. I think something's wrong with him. Um, he's a douche for one thing. Yeah, well, yeah that's, a, that's one you know, thing that's wrong but with that's him. One sure. thing. Uh-huh. That's only one thing that's wrong with him. There are, there are several. There's so many. Uh, he talked about his longtime friend. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Just just listen to this. Mm-hmm. My long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend in and out of public life. <laughs> my long friend, my time friend, my long time long friend. He literally my said friend. The she's word my friend. friend four times in four seconds. <laughs> I like my that. long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend. She's in a friend, and out of my life. friend. She's a friend of friends. <laughs> she's never been friender than she's friendlier he, for the your, friends now. He right there illustrated <laughs> your your stereotype uh, that you you do the um, the pukey <laughs> DJ voice. Good morning, because I always morning. say good morning this morning yeah. every morning in the morning time that's what he just did yeah basically with with friend friend. (laughs) my long friend my time friend my time long long time friend my friend of friends she's the friendliest friend i've ever been friended with uh (laughs) we get it we get it joe she's only a friend all right we understand 
<laughs> wow. He is something else. Joe Biden. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He also said, do, do we have this on video, too? No, no, this is just a, a Newsweek. Oh, dang it, really? Newsweek quote, yeah. So, <laughs> Newsweek quoted him as saying, uh, if you're worried about my age, don't vote for me. <laughs> um, okay. Period. The end, that's all. I think okay. we're good. <laughs> we're good. Okay. You, you convinced me. Dang, that was, I was kind of... No, I really wasn't struggling with it, but I'm glad that I have your blessing and <laughs> yeah. not voting for you. We almost got uh, Jill to say the same thing last week, his wife. Almost. And now he's saying it for definite. <laughs> Don't vote for me. He's he's troubled. I mean, he's still way ahead, though. Uh, that's how bad the field is. Think of it. That's how bad the Democrats' choices are. You're right. That this gaftastic buffoon is still, like, doubling the field. He's last poll I saw, he had thirty percent support to uh, Elizabeth Warren in second place with fifteen, and then Sanders had fourteen. He's still doubling. He's lapping the field. Wow. Hmm. All right. Now let me tell you about iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is something. You know, we got this note from James, and he talks about um, rare. He works from home, and he doesn't bring out his guns much. But the thing is, with the iTarget Pro system, you can because it's completely safe. Instead of a bullet in the chamber, you use a laser bullet. That It's a caliber-specific laser bullet that you put in there, and so it just fires off a laser that hits the target and shows you where your shots land. It's such a fun system. And he says, not only, not only was it a blast to practice with, it's really useful because my new handgun is double-action, and the trigger pull is different than my striker fire handguns. And so this gave him a chance to get really used to it. So iTarget Pro, it's completely safe. It comes with the caliber-specific laser uh, and the targeting system. Right now, get 10% off, plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Save time and money and take your skill to the next, next level with iTarget Pro. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Kale Too Tasty tweets already a buzz around the Nuke NATO film franchise. The sequel will probably be the most popular. Nuke NATO two, it's back, and this time they them's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know its pronoun. Right, we don't. Right, we don't. Know. I make no assumption. Don't know the pronoun. Uh, Piltdown Posse, Ruth Bader Ginsburg being sick is the only time thoughts and prayers are okay for Democrats. Proud Mr. Greybeard, if we've learned anything from some of the greatest documentaries like Godzilla, nuclear radiation never makes it better. <laughs> Good point. Alexandria Go tweets, uh, coming this fall, Shark Nuke NATO, their tradition count is worse than their bite. Their tradition count. Their radiation <laughs> count. <laughs> Is worse than their bite. I was going with it. Okay. I mean, it is funnier the way. It, uh, <laughs> it does. It meant to if be it read. makes a little sense, it is a little bit funnier. Yeah. Their tradition I, count. <laughs> it's worse than their bite. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, from Swank Think, 
Whoa, Biden was finally honest for once. Yeah, when he said... Uh-huh. Uh, if you're this. not satisfied, you have another option. Okay. High-quality options. Yeah. The public option will be available in my plan. Okay. We'll make sure it's not quality. We'll make sure it's only okay, good. affordable. <laughs> only affordable. <laughs> we'll make sure it's not quality. We'll make sure it's only affordable. Only affordable. It's all, what do you want, quality and affordability? <laughs> no, wow. we're not doing that. Stupids. Ooh. Come on, you stupids. <laughs> Uh, Steve tweets, Joe Biden was in his late 70s when MLK and Robert Kennedy were killed. Oh, that Uh, explains it. He was trying to say I was in my late 70s. In my late 70s, 70s, yes. Not it was back in the late 70s. (laughs) The Steve 42, Biden's a few years past the manufacturer's warranty. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's almost sad. It's sad in a way. You know? I mean, I don't... Okay, it's not. I mean, I... I don't like him, but <laughs> look, he said it himself. <laughs> if you think I'm too sad. old, then don't vote. Don't for me. vote for me. All right, we're okay. done here. Right, but that's not the only reason I want. I'm <laughs> yeah. not voting for him. I just want him to know that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're old, but I'm also not voting for you for a m- million other reasons. Yeah. Uh, Placido Domingo returned to the stage at the Salzburg Festival. This past weekend to perform for the first time since a bunch of women accused him of sexual harassment, he got a standing ovation in Salzburg. Oh, wow. Two opera houses in the U.S. canceled his performances, but no European opera house has taken him off the bill. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh-oh. They're waiting for due process. <clears throat> in Europe. So apparently presumption of innocence is not a thing in the United States anymore. But it's a European virtue now. <laughs> it's kind of... What has happened to us? Oh, it seems like we've traded due process for the metric system, and we came out on <laughs> yes. the short end of that stick. Uh, yeah, they are... Some colleagues and venues in Europe have come to his defense, and they're resisting what they see as a rush to judgment. Uh, he's received full support from the Salzburg Fest- Festival management and his co-stars ahead of his performance of uh, whatever he did, Louisa Miller, yesterday. Um, Festival president Helga Rabel Stadler said in a statement confirming the engagement, I would find it wrong and morally reprehensible to make irreversible judgments at this point and to base decisions on such judgments. I mean, that's so reasonable. Mm-hmm. She also cited his famous amiability over 25 years. She said, uh, had the accusations against him been voiced inside uh, Salzburg, I'm sure I would have heard of it. Most of the 21 performances planned in Europe through November 2020 have been confirmed, including a gala concert to mark his 50th anniversary in Milan on December 15th. That's still on. Although the singer's interactions with journalists and the public have been uh, curtailed. So they don't want him to get blistered with a bunch of questions, apparently. I mean, this is, is this not the way we should conduct ourselves? Right. And remember, the accusation was from uh, someone named Patricia. Remember this? Patricia Wolf with NPR. The one that named herself, yes. Yes, exactly. And she's like, well, uh, he would come up to me. And this one night I came off the stage and he said, Patricia, do you have to go home tonight? And the NPR said, implying he would like to spend the evening with you? That's what I took it to mean, yes. And that, okay, so that was that was one section of the interview. That's not even uh-huh. definitive. Right, right. He might have just been saying, oh, are you going home right now? Or 
What? I mean, I, I'll give you a ride or... At any point, did he ever inappropriately touch you? No, no, I think he knew better. <laughs> okay. Uh, he never touched her. All right, well, I'll He just... did ask her out multiple times, multiple to times? which she said no. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened to... Maybe she's playing hard to get. Right, right. Right? Maybe she just wants me to... She wants to see if I'm really committed to asking her out. NPR got to got right down to it. Here we go. And did you suffer any professional consequences by rebuffing him over and over again? Okay, here we go. Here, here we go. Is. She responded. Patricia says. Okay. No, no I didn't. Uh, no. I didn't oh, suffer wait, anything what? career-wise. In fact, it was interesting. <laughs> he, uh, he kept hiring me, and that was great. <coughs> okay. I sang in this play and this and so on. I mean... So there's nothing. There's uh, that, absolutely what? nothing there. Now, maybe, like we say, something could come out. Yeah. Yes, it but could. But as far as Patricia Wolf goes, what there's is... There's nothing so far. She is the source herself saying nothing bad happened. That is nuts. All right. You ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite, regardless of your diet or your commitment? You always feel hungry. Believe it or not, it's not your fault. Scientists now understand it's not about willpower. It's about our nature. Our brains are wired for survival, to tell our bodies we need more calories no matter how much we eat. Luckily, your body naturally produces a molecule called OEA, which sends a signal to your brain that you're full. But if you're like most of us, you don't produce enough of it, so you always feel hungry. Now, the FDA accepted Riduzone, and it was developed uh, to provide the OEA we need to bridge that gap and send that stronger signal to your brain. Put down the fork. Uh, been endorsing this product for years and love the fact that you're loving it. Riduzone is a safe, vegetarian, and gluten-free supplement that simply tells your body, stop eating, you're full. Go to riduzone.com, use the promo code PAT to get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us, 888-933-93, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, the Doobie Brothers have been waiting since 1996 to get into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's a little bit longer than Foreigner has. Hmm. Um, and this uh, this website just did a big poll uh, and a, uh, on bands that should be in but aren't. I'm trying to see. It's, uh, I don't know the website, but they surveyed 1,300 people around the world. And Doobie Brothers came out uh, definitely on top of the 12 groups that, uh, that they featured. Tied for second. <laughs> oh, no. So this isn't the Tied thing. for second. Okay. Foreigner and the Monkees. Do not put the monkeys in the Rock Hall of Fame. Oh, come on, man. The monkeys are yes. a made-up television group who had no talent. Whoa. Come on. Whoa, whoa. They may have started They're as a, a made-up band. Tele- yeah, they broke off on their own, and they said, we can do this, <laughs> and they did, Pat. So bad. Wow, I disagree with the you The monkeys. So, at this year's uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions, long-overlooked bands like The Cure, Def Leppard, Roxy Music, and The Zombies all got all got in. This is goldderby.com, apparently. Gold Derby, okay. Um, so, then they suggested 12 other bands. The Doobie Brothers got 25% of the vote. They've been eligible since 1986. 
with songs like Blackwater, China Grove, Listen to the Music, Long Running Train, Minute by Minute, What a Fool Believes. I mean, really long list. The Doobie Brothers absolutely belong. But not before Foreigner. Not before the Monkees either. Yes, before the... <laughs> yes, before the Monkees. The Monkees, eligible since 1991. Mm-hmm. Top songs, Daydream Believer, I'm a Believer, Last Train to Clarksville Believer, Pleasant Valley Sunday Believer. What's <laughs> going on there? Just all of their songs had Believer in them, in the name. Uh, Foreigner, <laughs> eligible since 2002. <sighs> Top songs, Cold as Ice, Double Vision, Hot-Blooded, I Want to Know What Love Is, Jukebox Hero, Urgent. I mean, that's a long list. Nominated for three Grammy Awards. They've never won. Uh, the Doobie Brothers have two wins. Then you got, so the Monkees and Foreigner each tied at 11% of the vote. So it's 25%, 11%. 9% for Depeche Mode. They've been eligible since 2006. Soundgarden. Uh, 8%. Black Hole Sun, Fell on Black Days. Really, that's a that's a good band. But did they do enough to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't know. Sticks at 8%. Mm. Sticks is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame either. That's ridiculous. That's insanity. Their songs, Babe, Come Sail Away, Lady, Renegade, Too Much Time on My Hands. I mean, they've got a million songs too. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. <laughs> no. Come on. Eligible since 93. <clears throat> then Three Dog Night at 6%. Eligible since 1994. I-, I would think Three Dog Night should be in there. I would think the Commodores, who only had 5% of the vote, should be in there. Except for the, I don't know, that's not really rock and roll. The Smiths at 5%. Mm. They're classic songs. You, can you, you know, The Smiths. How many I love classics? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, 2008 is when they were uh, eligible. Girlfriend in a Coma. Okay. I know it's over. Panic. This charming man. Charming man, yes. This charming man. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a light it. that never goes out isn't on there. But no, wait. So since 2009, I've just done the math in my head, the Connells have been eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Are they not on that list? No, they're not on that list. You know who else isn't on that list? Eligible since 1991, and this is a huge travesty, is Tommy James and the Shondells. Absolutely mm. should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, they probably should. Yeah, I like Tommy James and Shadows. I mean, so creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, and, and there's a fun story there. The, the reason they were so creative, have we talked about this on the air? I don't know that we have. I don't know. Um, where um, the mob ran their record label. And, oh. And so they um, really? were given the creative license to experiment and do whatever they wanted to, you know, just because the, the, mm-hmm. the label's a front. You guys do what you want to do over there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they experimented. And I mean, Crimson and Clover. It's a great the song. The effects in the last yeah, half cool. of that song itself are enough. Groundbreaking. I love them. Yeah, I, I like them too. I, I know you're a big fan. It's kind of yeah. weird because that's I'm, way before. That's before my time. It's way before your time. But listen to these hits and, and tell me these aren't big. Dragging the Line. Yes. Right? Oh, Dragging the Line. Crystal Blue Persuasion. I always thought that when, when I was a kid, I thought that was Animal Eyes. Animal Eyes. Animal Eyes. Yeah, it works. It, but it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Dragging the Line. Uh, what did we say? Crystal mm-hmm. Blue Persuasion. Yep. Uh, Crimson and Clover, which yes, is just over and over. one of the greatest songs of all time. It is good. Money, money. Money, money. Money, money. I know, mm-hmm. but uh, let's see. Uh, you got... Money, money. Uh, no, it's money, money. Yeah. No, you were right. I was leaving place. you alone on that one. Hanky Panky. 
Oh, my mm-hmm. baby does the hanky-panky. Mm-hmm. I think we're alone now. Another good one that was ruined by Tiffany. <laughs> ruined. Uh, getting together is a good one. Uh, anyway, so huh. I'm just telling you, yeah. that is a band that could, they that's could, right up there with yeah. Foreigner as far as, uh, mm. as far as not getting their proper respect from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. They probably haven't sh- sold anywhere near as many albums but still that is a great band and they're they're classics that's a classic uh the last band on this list was craftwork craftwork has been nominated over and over again why and they get four percent of the vote from people why would you (laughs) craftwork stop it (laughs) jeez uh all right but they've been eligible since 1995 at least they've been nominated i to my knowledge foreigner has never in the history of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, been nominated. Not even nominated. Not even nominated. Pathetic. Yeah, I don't get it. Again, it's it's political. Something's going on there, I think. I think there's some kind of weird, you know, animosity, or maybe it's because Lou Graham is sort of Christian now and and conservative. Conservative enough to come on Glenn's radio show a few years back when we were on that, remember? Yep, yep, that's right. And so maybe that's doing it. I don't know. Well, I think what's probably keeping Foreigner out at this point based on the bands and the artists that we've seen inducted in recent years is the fact that they're talented. Yes. And if you're talented... <laughs> we don't want anything yeah, to do no, with you. No, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's really made itself a joke. Now, if you, can, if you can just manipulate your voice with one of those uh, harmonizing machines, yeah. then you're in. <laughs> then you're in. So that's great. You can't sing a, a note but you can fix it with a harmonizer. Okay. All right, you're in. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, this woman from the UAE has filed for divorce for an unusual reason. Good. Apparently, her husband <laughs> is a really nice guy. Can you believe that? Okay, we'll we'll sit we'll sit here and we'll wait for the rest of the story. Surely there's more to this than that. Yeah, there is. Okay. He, I mean, listen to this douche. Okay. He showers her with gifts. Huh. Wow. What a, what a jerk. What a creep. This guy. And helps with housework. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he helps her with housework. He showers her with gifts. And he's nice to her. What a freak. Oh, what a what a total and complete loser. <laughs> <laughs> he never roughs her up. Uh-huh. He hasn't ra- raised a hand to her. Uh, he just, I mean, what kind of man is this? Okay, we'll wait for the real reason here. A woman in the UAE is mm-hmm. seeking divorce because her husband's extreme love... Ah, uh, there it is. ...has him helping with the housework See? and showering her with gifts. See? He extremely loves her. There you go. Her spouse never argues. They've never yelled at, at each other. And uh, he was always kind. <laughs> the woman claimed her life was hell due to his cruel-free treatment. <laughs> This is not your typical UAE man here. No, I don't think it is. The woman told the court, I'm choked by his extreme love and affection. He even assisted me in cleaning the house without me asking him. Wow. You can't have that. This guy should be in prison. Right. Why why haven't they stoned this man to death? Why? Other guys probably should. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they're gathering the rocks right now in Uh the public square for the stoning ceremony. 
Uh, she claimed, the woman claimed her husband's love and compassion are so over the top, she has suffered hell at his hand. <laughs> According to reports, the woman said the couple never had an argument and the husband did not shout at her during their entire <laughs> year-long marriage. I mean, uh, we learned earlier, Joe Walsh just mm-hmm. yelled at people he agreed with. Right. You know? <laughs> right. His supporters. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, when she complained about his weight, the man even went on a strict regimen of dieting and exercise, which left him with a broken leg. What? <laughs> but that still didn't please the angry wife, who still complained of her spouse's many gifts and compliments. She added, I'm eagerly longing for a single day of dispute, but this seems impossible with my romantic husband, who always forgave me and showered me with daily gifts. <laughs> what a bastard. This guy. Oof. Seriously. Uh, prison is not good enough for him. He needs to be stoned in the public square. Got to learn his lesson. I need a real discussion, even an argument, not this hassle-free life full of obedience. <laughs> the husband begged the court to deny the divorce. He told the court it's not fair to judge a marriage from the first year, and everybody learns from their mistakes. <laughs> I, I am and always wish to be a perfect and kind husband. <laughs> no, that's not no. what she wants. No, it's so ordered from the court. Go home and yell at your wife. The court ordered an adjournment to the case to give the couple a chance to settle the disputes. Well, he, you know, I'm sure he could get nastier if she wanted. Maybe. Man, that is... I mean, now that he knows she she hates his kindness, Yeah, maybe he can get really nasty now. And, and for the rest of that marriage, um, <clears throat> if she ever has a problem, he could always go, Your Honor, go and check the court records. I mean, this is what she wanted. She wanted me to go home and scream my head off at her. Right. I just gave her what she wanted. Weird. That is strange. It's a weird world right now. I think we've all uh, realized that. Also, a uh, group of high school students in Southern California gave a Nazi salute and sang a Nazi song during an awards ceremony. Now, this was last year, but it's just being talked about now because uh, the video popped up of this thing and showed up on the Daily Beast. The video shows about 10 members of the boys' water polo team at Pacifica High School in Garden Grove. Wait a minute. Okay, let's stop right there. The high school team has a water polo team? (laughs) what I I didn't know that was even a thing there are high schools with water polo teams anyway they threw the salute once uh, that was used to greet Adolf Hitler and they sang a Nazi marching song played for German troops during World War II and that was the second time they had done it in the the year why would you uh, do that how do you become enamored with uh, one of the most evil men that we know of in the history of this planet? The video was uploaded to Instagram by one of the athletes and also posted lyrics to the song in his Instagram bio. After the video expired, the athlete removed the reference and he did not respond to requests for comment. Spokesman, uh, spokesperson for the Garden Grove Unified School District, where Pacifica High School resides, said the school administrators first became aware of the incident and video in March, but they didn't say if they disciplined anyone. Mm-hmm. While the district can't comment on student discipline, the school did address this situation with all involved students and families. The district adheres to strong policies about harassment and cultural sensitivity. We condemn all acts of anti-Semitism and all forms of hate. 
Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah, very. Of, of all the things to try to, um, I don't know, you and your friends want to salute <clears throat> Hitler? Yeah, really weird. It's very strange. I don't, I don't know how that develops. Um, perhaps one of the main problems there is that Pacifica High School has a, po- a water polo team. Right, That right. might be your first problem. That's a clue. Maybe you eliminate yeah. the water polo team, and then these entitled uh, little brats uh, figure their lives out. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh wow! I've got to uh, tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition and Field of Greens. Now you know my fabulous uh, recipe for uh, for kale. Mm-hmm. Caller called in and let me know about this recipe, and I've been sold on it ever since. It's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. It is the tastiest way to eat kale. You uh, you coat a frying pan. Yeah. With coconut oil, and then you put the kale in it over the top, the whole bag of kale, yeah. and just kind of swoosh it around. Swoosh it. That's, swoosh a, that's, it a, that's a culinary term, swoosh yeah. it. Swoosh it around in the pan <laughs> to get it nice and oily. And then you, you take the pan and you put it over a garbage can, and okay, then wait. you just dump all the kale into the garbage can. It slides right out of there because of that coconut oil slides right off the pan I into see. the garbage. That's a, Fantastic. That's a neat trick. Delicious for the way. kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and then you take the garbage out really fast, so you yeah. don't get that stank in your house. That's right. That's right. We got a healthy tip, right? Huh? Don't we have a, a healthy? tip? We actually do have a healthy tip. Uh, let's take a look at the healthy <laughs> tip for guy. the vegetable guy. Look at that guy. Look at those. That's some big vegetables in there. Healthy that. eating number thirty-six. <laughs> I buy fresh vegetables every day. I feed them to my pig, and he converts them into bacon. <laughs> Thank you. It's another good tip. That's a really that's a great recipe right there as well Thanks for, for vegetables. That to us. <laughs> or I've got another way. Uh-huh. Get your vegetables in Field of Greens oh. because they kind of smash it all up for you, uh-huh. so you don't have any of that taste. Okay. Put it in a powder form. You take that and you put it into eight ounces of water or a smoothie or whatever. Just sweetens the drink. It flavors water like Kool Aid. Drink it down, and every serving is a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It's awesome. Brickhousepat.com is where you go to get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Brickhousepat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Every once in a while, you find a teacher who takes a stand in in all the insanity. Like this Florida teacher just recently re- refused to use a transgender student's uh, desired pronouns. I'm not sure if this is a battle worth fighting in the classroom because you're just going to get fired. I, I, I don't know. Um, but now the whole staff will undergo additional training to ensure an inclusive environment at this wow. school. Uh, Thomas... Caggiano of Sandalwood High School in Jacksonville said, I will not refer to you with female pronouns to the uh, transgendered female. Yeah. Used to be a boy, now he's a girl. If this is not acceptable for you, change classes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might have gotten away with that in, in the 80s, maybe the 90s. Not today. Oh, you would have gotten not today. away with this five years ago. Maybe, yes. Maybe. Common sense is a, yes. is a losing stance now. Uh, Caggiano, a math teacher, also to- told the student, I will call you by any ra- reasonable name you like, but the pronouns are not a negotiable thing for me. Hmm. 
But when the student notified Principal Saren Hatcher, things apparently changed. <laughs> of course. Of course. Thank you for the feedback, Hatcher wrote in an email. <laughs> Please know that Sandalwood, here we go, is a child-friendly school. Your wishes will be honored. I will handle this and get back with you. Whatever you want, you are in the right. And we are completely inclusive and diverse. Blah, 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 blah. This guy's mortgage payment is at risk because he... He won't call he a He uses the right pronoun. Yeah. He, mean, he won't call a boy her. It's ridiculous. Is that a fight worth having, though? Do you think? I mean, if you're, if yeah, you're, if you're a teacher right so. now, are you taking that stand? Yeah. Knowing you're going to get fired. Knowing that I am done teaching in 2019. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory like that. Yes. I'm going to say, yes, I'm using the correct pronoun. Fire me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Now, of course, I'm going to have another job lined up before I do that. Yes, don't get me of wrong. course. <laughs> you better, at least, because yeah. otherwise you're going to, well, you're going to starve. Mm-hmm. And as you should in America, we just can't have the proper fr- pronouns uh, being used in conversation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Superintendent Green, superintendent of the school, said we all have an experience of sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression, and we all desire to feel comfortable expressing those identities. Yeah, don't worry about the, again, don't worry about the comfort level of anybody else, the teacher, the other, the students. uh, If that person wants to go into the girls' bathroom when they actually have uh, boy parts, don't worry about the comfort level of the girls in that Mm -hmm. bathroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't matter at all. That's the amazing thing is I thought we were all supposed to be about women's rights now, mm-hmm. and they don't have any when it comes to this. And I think that's why they're getting some pushback from some feminists, and some lesbians are really not happy about it. Yeah, the... the, the um, I don't know, the top of the chart there, the females, that they have been knocked down a, a, they a have. peg. They have. Mm-hmm. Even homosexuals have been knocked down a peg. As powerful... <laughs> As the homosexual lobby is right now, the transgender lobby seems to be the most powerful, uh, maybe of all. And that was fast. It's unbelievably fast for 0.7% of the population to have this kind of clout and this kind of power where they can immediately have you booted from your job, ostracized from humanity. Living on Leper Island, <laughs> it's like, jeez, okay, yeah. you're a her, whatever, fine. And it's gotten to the point, I don't even know if we want to talk about this, where some lady is designing those uh, those prosthetic uh, man units oh, yeah. for little kids. Get into that in 60 oh seconds. First, I got to tell you about Home Title Lock. The Amazon Capital One data breach just happened, and of course, we had that title company a couple of months ago. That uh, had a breach of 900 million. This one's only 106 million. So it's just a billion, a little over a billion people, you know? Um, One billion, six million people in about the last five months. If you're worried about that, and you should be, um, get a hold of Home Title Lock. They can protect your online mortgage from being stolen from you because when it's stolen, uh, the thieves then take out home equity lines of credit until your equity is all used up. And then you get stuck with the bill. It's really a nightmare. The first 60 days are critical, so they're offering you 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. Enter your home address. See if you're already a victim. 
It's HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, so this mother of a gender non-conforming child mm-hmm. is selling fake extra small uh, penises for transgender kids uh, aged five and under. So if you have a little girl who thinks they're a boy, but then this, they'll send you this little this apparatus. Apparatus, yeah. That, uh, for, again, for under five-year-olds. This is Are you serious? Abuse. I... It, the madness has to stop before we just destroy these children. 80% of them come out of this by their teens. And you're, go- you're going to encourage it like this? The teeny tiny silicone packers can be worn by children who identify or express themselves as male to give the appearance of a, mm-hmm. a male part. Mm-hmm. Available... It's, I mean, end of the world, man. What Available circumcised and in several colors, including cashew, caramel, and hazelnut. They're on sale alongside bigger packers that are targeted at kids between five and eight. Packers. The items, classified as extra small, are among a number of children's products related to gender expression uh, that are available on our website. Okay, this is really... Oh, my. And, and it comes with yep. uh, photos which we'll not show you because... It's horrific. Uh, wow. And this is in Britain. They're... I mean, this woman should be arrested. She's psycho. Yeah. Oh, she's really happy about it, though. Look at that smile. <laughs> I made a fake thing for my little girl. Yeah, for your little girl, she could wear a pretend wiener. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> Hashtag pretend wiener. <laughs> what are, I mean, you know. What have we done? Mm. I mean, as a society. The Lord has to be looking down upon us right now with a great deal of, uh, I don't know, uh, anguish. <laughs> it's got to be It's got to be painful. I mean, think of it as if this is your children and they're all acting this way. Wow. Unbelievable. All right, well, time to <laughs> turn off the country. Maybe we'll fire it back up tomorrow. I don't know, right around 6 o'clock Central, 7 Eastern. <laughs> also, filling in with Glenn, uh, filling in for Stu coming up on the Glenn Show. And then uh, back here tomorrow on Pack Ray Unleashed. See you then.